Hello and welcome to Peace Talks and Peace Pop. I am your host once again in the stew live from downtown Raleigh, John Sullivan, here with my beautiful fiance, Logan Miller, <laughs> and world renowned William Peace public safety security guard, Big John. How are we doing today? In the house. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. <laughs> Large and in charge. Yeah, Big John here. <laughs> And then also calling in, we have whoever wants to go first. <laughs> we have Mary. Mary. I'm a sophomore, Amy Peter student, and an English student. So, so fun. And? I'm Shannon. I'm a business major, a senior, and also an RA, and um, I'm SGA vice president. Yeah, wow. there we go. Fancy, fancy. And? We have a nonverbal guest. Yes. Charlie, our dog. Yeah, Charlie's up in the stew as Aww. well. Charlie is cool. Charlie, Charlie, Charlie is cool. Charlie. He's just laying on the ground. Mary was not a dog person, noted non-dog person, until she met Charlie. And then Aww, she was convinced true. that dogs are, in fact, cool sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. Most of the time. <laughs> So what's up? How's everybody doing? Big John, how's campus been since uh, since we've been gone? You tell us that part. Very lonely. Oh, no. Uh, Willie P's out there sitting on the bench. He's got a, a corona mask on, being, yeah. being safe. He's got to be. You're and, six uh, feet away from us, at oh, least. Yeah. <laughs> We're making sure to keep keep the distancing. We have facilities that are still working. They, they're cleaning uh they're scrubbing everything and cleaning and uh, disinfecting everything. Uh, Just making sure? Yeah, they... That it's ready when we come back? Yeah, they, they're they doing a lot of repairs while everybody's away and... Uh, uh, Just getting it ready for us Everybody's when we working at home, so public safety's here. We have some facilities, uh, painters, uh, just they're continuing to make the place look beautiful and um but it's been hard because uh you know you you miss us yeah we we miss you yeah we want to love on you and everything but uh we're thinking about you and uh all the students that's not here we're we're hoping and praying for them and hoping they're staying safe and uh uh we just want everybody to know that hey uh we can you, send us a work email and say, hey, uh, let us encourage you if uh, you need it. Uh, I know things could be uh, a, a lot different. Uh, you're not around anybody no more. Um, you have uh, 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 getting used to uh, being online and not in, in person in class. and uh, Life has changed for everybody at, at this point, so... Uh, we don't know what's going to happen, but we're we're here for you. And if we could support you in any way, you could reach out to us. Uh, and we'd love to hear from you. Well, that's very sweet of you. Yeah, that's why that's one of the yeah. reasons I love peace, because everybody is always supporting everybody. It's a great atmosphere as far as faculty and staff goes and people who work on this campus. Everybody loves everybody and everybody's here for everybody. It's one of my favorite parts of peace. It's a true community. Yeah. Yeah. Logan went to UNC, and she certainly 
did not know any of the campus officers' names. No. Uh-huh. No, she did not know any of them. And here I know them all. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> and they know me. It was weird to me. The first time I came with John to campus and he said, yeah, let's go check out Big John, see what he's doing. And I was like, oh, maybe that's one of John's friends. His professor or somebody. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my gosh, the security guard. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, exactly. I mean, everybody on campus is here to help and serve everybody on campus you know if you can do something for somebody you're going to and that's my favorite part about william peace uh-huh. it's a real good community. and every now and again big john you gotta bust a move on the dance floor with us too whoa yeah exactly <laughs> i know i know he's uh sort of on the down low i uh i've been told uh, i had some complaints and uh i'm not allowed to do it anymore but i'll sneak <laughs> one in when i can <laughs> <laughs> So That's you said scary. you've been chasing squirrels around because there's nothing else to do out here? You're trying yeah, to be friends I'm, with them? There's no students to mess with, so i got to harass the squirrels and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, the squirrels around here are pretty tough, you know? Yeah, they are. They don't they're play big. no games. They're big and they're bushy, just like you. Yeah. <laughs> big and bushy. Scary. Yeah. But, uh, Mary, what have you been up to? Same with you, Shannon. You guys tell us, what have you been doing at home? And where is home also? Make sure and, and fill the people in. Uh, well, so, I live uh, in... Oh. oh, no, you can go. You got it. No, you I got did it. address both of you. That's kind of on me as the host. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Mary, you got it. Um, I'm from Stanford, North Carolina, so that's about an hour away from Raleigh. So I'm woot, not, like, woot. really, really far. Yeah. That was Big so, John going, um, woot, woot. <laughs> he, mm-hmm. he likes Stanford. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like Stanford, so (laughs) it's all good though. Um, No, I've been working on writing papers because all our professors have all given us papers. Indeed, that's what she was doing last week. Just keep writing all the time. Logan notes that that is what you were doing last week as well. So yeah, it, it was. Yeah. Yeah, it was. It was. Um, however, I have been doing yoga every day. Ah, there we go. Great. And I've been, um, I've been, even though I've been working on school stuff, I've been out like on my front porch a lot and my like swing. So um, that's been really nice because I can like see the farm that I live on and it's nice and breezy and stuff like that. So yeah. it's been pretty nice. Can't complain. No. Can't complain about some fresh air and farmland, even if you got to be in online class. Yeah, it's not too bad yeah. of a background for you know a new house course. No, it is not bad at all. No, yeah. it's not. Plus, you get to decide the temperature of your classroom, which is my favorite part <laughs> oh of my this God. online class. <laughs> yeah, the temperature and uh, the other day I just ate a full like like sixth grade or not sixth grade like a full six year old lunch. And it was amazing. I had two hot dogs, Doritos, and double stuffed Oreos for like for dessert. And <laughs> I was in wow. class during the you whole had thing. Three hot dogs. Oh, three hot dogs. Wow. I forgot. I did have three hot dogs. <laughs> and he left his hot dog water on the stove. No. Okay. First of all, oh, hot no. dogs boiled are gross. And second of all, I used the pan to give them a little bit of cha on the outside there. Oh. And uh, and they were delicious. And uh, and then I poured some water into the already hot pan to get the cha off the bottom. <laughs> and hot dog water. Yeah, it was a little hot dog water. It was a small amount, and it was literally with some 
uh, soap in it too to make sure that the char got off the bottom and it was on the warm burner. So I maintain that this is no longer an argument and I have won. All right, moving on. <laughs> rolling my eyes. Yeah, she did. She rolled her eyes, but whatever. We need to know what Shannon's been doing. Yeah, Shannon, fill the people in. What you been up to and where are you? So I'm actually so I'm actually at Village Green. Oh, um, you're still there? I'm still in my apartment. Yes. Oh, so you could have come yeah. you could have come over here and, yeah, and hung out with Big John and us. At least six feet Hashtag long. social distancing. Yeah. yeah, but the table's six feet long, you know. I mean the cords are very long as well. <laughs> yeah. This is true. Yeah. Um I've been, you know, just the same old, doing a lot of papers, just trying to push through these last couple of weeks. I'm like almost there. My online like all my classes have like pretty much just made the due date April twenty fourth and given us like all the work. So I'm trying to trying to get as much as it can done early as possible yeah, yeah. Uh, other than that i've been trying to stretch every day uh trying to do a lot of walks and stuff like that so good yeah. for you good for you That's pretty much it you just walking away from people though right oh yes obviously totally gotta stay away from those folks i've been thinking <laughs> for a long time and i might actually just do it like a content thing like i might have logan uh-huh. film it for tiktok or something I might just go in there with my six foot long lacrosse stick, like to Harris Teeter or something, and just use that as like my <laughs> my measuring stick <laughs> as to how fo- how close people idea. can get to me, and just be like, whoa, 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 hey, I will poke check you, please back away from me, or you are in for a rude slap check to the elbow, sir. You need to back off of me right now. Slightly aggressive. It's I know. already It's already a tense situation in grocery stores. I don't think so. Uh, at I least I'm not licking the food, okay? That's true. <laughs> That's, so many arrests have been made for stuff like that. I know, and it's so dumb. It doesn't even, it's not like, it doesn't do anything for you. It, what are you going to build a career off of that? Going into the store and eating ice cream? Mm, I, I, I like right I like out it. of the tube or like drinking mouthwash and spitting it back into the container? Oh. Yeah, I've seen a couple of different things on Twitter recently of people doing that kind of thing, like going in and opening all of the V8 juice on the shelf and like taking a sip out of each one. And it's like, dude, that's so wasteful. The economy is already struggling. Not that I'm any great like bailout artist or anything. I don't think, you know, it's just like, it's why, why waste things that people can use? Did you get a text, Big John? No, no. I'm posting a selfie on Facebook. Yeah, he's he's been taking selfies with the headphones and the and the uh and the microphone in front of him. It's pretty adorable, I'm not gonna lie. That's great. He looks like a true That's professional awesome. in here. Yeah, I gotta cheese a little bit. I've never been on a podcast before. He's never been on a podcast Ooh. before. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yay. We're his first podcast. Now I now I think I like it. Yeah, well, I mean, hey, I'm in here every Friday, Big John. You are more than welcome to be on. And then next year, Mary, you got to let him on again. You got to make sure yeah, he's no, on as I well. Because Mary and Ann yeah. are taking over for me and Alex. Oh, okay. Alex started it. And then, like I was telling Big John, Alex started it two years ago. And then um, she's not on today because it's Good Friday and she's spending the day with her family. You know, not to get religious or anything, but it is Good Friday and Easter is Sunday. So she's spending the day with her family. And uh, I think that's a beautiful thing. And therefore, she could not record with us today. But um, she was the original host. And then I joined uh, last year. And there's been a couple other people who have come and gone. And then it's, and then now we're passing the torch to Anne, uh, 
who is not able to be on today because her dog is in surgery, which we are sending prayers to Anne. I know, I know. I know. We'll have to check in next week on how that went and make sure that everything's okay. But we're sending prayers to Anne because she's not on that week or she's not on this week for that. But, and then Mary is also one of the designated co-hosts for next year as well. So big John, you will be on as well next year. At least, at least one John will remain. (laughs) One John will remain to continue making (laughs) ridiculous jokes. That's great. I've, I've seen things uh, around here and, and you know, uh, People graduate and move on, and um, I've seen things sort of die out before because there was nobody to take somebody's place in it. So it, that's sort of sad. Uh, but not this time. Yeah. yeah so uh, this torch. is something I think is uh, needs to continue. You know. Yeah, yeah it's kind of a, a healthy yeah. way for students to get together and discuss what they uh-huh. think about the things going on on campus. Normally that's what it's about. This has just been mostly a, a check-in with the host type of deal because of the, uh, the virus and everything, but we're trying to make it as much about just shenanigans and fun as we can during these times, because we don't really want to focus on that. And it's a good way for students to get their voices out there and build their resume a little bit. And even if you don't want to do radio, it still gives you some different skills. So it's cool. I like it a lot. Well, uh, one reason I like this, I think I got a face for radio. <laughs> You've got a face. You've I don't got have a face. face. I don't have a face for TV. No, you do though. That's the thing. You've got a lovable, just a, a lovable way about you. You could be on anything. Oh my god. You could be the next Doctor Phil. I heard that. You could be the next Doctor Phil, Big John. You'd have to shave. You'd have to shave your head, but you could be oh, the yeah. next Doctor Phil. Yeah, I mean, you spoke very eloquently at the beginning of the podcast about how uh, well, you're uh, here for I, us all. I speak from the heart because, you know, if you could tell, like, if somebody's here just for a paycheck or not, there's a oh, lot totally. of... There's, I know you, oh, yeah. you could tell from a lot of uh, professors, uh, you know, they, they want to pour their lives into the students, and they, they truly love the students, and uh, it, it's hard for us. I know it's hard for y'all, but it's hard for us because... Uh, here like we are, us. you know, we're we're engaged with you, we we interact with you. Uh uh we try to uh be here for people and and really truly help them out. So you go above uh, and beyond your but jobs here, but here it is. Uh nobody's here. We're I know. we're still here for you. Yeah. You're just chasing the squirrels yeah, and <laughs> hoping for emails yeah. from the rest of us. Yeah. <laughs> but so I no. know it, it's it's tough. It's tough. I mean it uh uh, the stress levels up for us as well as totally. people and uh, everybody. So uh, we we just want to know that you're in our thoughts and our prayers, and we we really want to be here for you. And you if you want to reach out to anybody, just reach out to any of your professors or because uh, the professors I know that uh, talking to some of them, none none of them has been into uh, online curriculum no so they had a few professors there's some professors that uh that knew how so they've had to download uh software on their computers and had to figure out the logistics of putting their curriculum on the online and uh so they the professors came together and uh helped each other out and uh yeah from what i hear they've Mm -hmm. done a very good job they have. I mean, as students, we yeah. can tell you, uh, Dr. Newhouse, who you mentioned, 
he always gets a shout out on this podcast. I don't know if he ever listens. Big John, you got to harass him. Tell him I'm on there now. You have to listen. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I always try to make him listen. And he's like, what is this, what is this podcast you're talking about? I want to talk about vampires, John. We're in the middle of class. <laughs> but yeah. Oh, yeah. No, but. Uh, yeah, new houses. He's, he's great. And most of our yeah. classes with him are discussion-based classes. So it makes it hard to do that in an online setting, but he's done an excellent job. And so has Dr. Laskowski. So has Dr. Yeah. Jennings Alexander. And those are the ones who I've uh, mostly had my classes with. Uh-huh. And then um, Dr. Scott's done a great job of passing information along as well in, in, in telling us what we need to do and, and know to have coming up. So all my professors have done a really good job with this. Um, and I, I've only gotten one, of those like generic replies when I sent an email and it's because she's kind of a professor and like a, in a not admissions, but kind of a, like a, she works for the school too in that way. Uh-huh. So if you send an email to her, you get the standard reply of like COVID has pushed me and my response is back. But then she immediately replied as well in person. So that was nice. And I, it's good that she's taking care of her students like that. Yeah. Even though she's got to handle, you know, pl- plenty of yeah, outside that's stuff as and well. And I know a lot of lot of these, a uh, uh, lot of them are working from home, and uh, yeah, they they got kids that are out of like uh, out of school, yeah, out of public school. And Dr. Otis, her so son's always there. So I know there. they they're having a time where they're they're home with their kids and you know doing work too at the same time. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, Charlie is not ready for when everything resumes normal operations. He's just, he's living the life of luxury. He gets walks every day. He hasn't spent more than an hour in his cage in like three or four weeks. He's just, he's living the life and he is not going to be ready when, (laughs) when, when I have to go to like work or something when this all ends and I've got to get a job because I've graduated. It's just, it's going to be crazy. He's not going to be ready. I actually read an article the other day about a dog who actually like dislocated his tail because he oh, was yeah, wagging. Oh yeah, from wagging. So I saw that. Wow. Yeah, he dislocated. They they were that like, he stopped so wagging. Cute. Why did he stop <laughs> wagging? And they took him to the vet, and he had wagged his little tail out of joint because yeah. he was so happy everybody was home all the time. Gosh, that's wow. just so cute. It is. Charlie <laughs> is just. He is the happiest dog there could be right yeah, now. He actually last night we were watching documentaries about the ocean yeah and charlie i think he finally has reached the point where he has got enough love and he put himself in his cage for bed for bed (laughs) (laughs) he would be allowed to sleep with us but uh i'm a big guy logan is a a tall lady she's tall she's tall for a lady she's she's five six uh, you know she's She's a tall girl. Yeah. And then um and then Charlie is just a he's a big old boy. So we he, do not all fit in the boy. queen boy. Yeah, we do not all fit in the queen bed. So I had to lay down the law a couple of uh weeks ago and just be like, "Honey, I know you started this when he was a puppy, but he has grown beyond the constraints of this bed and now he must sleep in the cage at night." But he's fine with it now. I mean, he just takes himself down there at like 11, 11:30 and puts himself to bed. It's the cutest thing. He knows it's bedtime. But he's a good boy. He's well-trained. And, um, yeah, so, well, let's hear it. Shannon, have you been binging anything, watching anything, listening to anything, any music, anything you got that could carry the people through these boring times? Yes, Tiger King. I know it actually outdid Stranger Things 2. 
for most views, wow. I think, like in a week or something like that. That's Netflix, um, right? Yeah. Okay. If you haven't watched it, I highly recommend it. I was like, what is this at first? But then it just it, it just keeps going and going, and it's really, really interesting. Yes. Um, so mainly been watching that. Music-wise, I try to switch it up. You know, I got my AirPods when I go walking. Just kind of see what, what's new on Spotify. Do you ever listen to podcasts while you walk? I don't, um, but I feel like it's something I should definitely get into. There's a lot of cool, like, crime podcasts and stuff out there, too. That oh, I yeah. Think would be interesting. yeah crime, science, sports, anything you're interested mm-hmm. in, there's good podcasts for it. Big John, I think you got to get into the podcast, especially since you got to walk around at night and stuff here. You can have a headphone in and be listening while you walk around and make sure that everybody's safe. Yeah, I've been I've been catching some of the um, podcasts on uh, iHeartRadio. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. they had a, a, an awards uh, show and everything. That I mean, oh, there's yeah. a there's a whole lot of subjects, interesting uh, podcasts, uh, investigative things for uh, unsolved murders and uh, yeah. Oh yeah, there's I mean that's the Logan has been listening uh, to some. Uh, sciencey podcast. Yeah, she she say. was in oh, microbiology yeah. at UNC. She graduated. And one of my favorites is uh, How Stuff Works. Uh, oh, that's a cool one. Oh, yeah. I love How Stuff Works. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's a cool one. What you been listening to, Logan? What's your What's Liam, your podcast? It's called Ologies, and it's this one girl, and she's super cool. And she goes and interviews all sorts of different scientists, which sounds kind of like, oh, wow, you know, some scientists are kind of awkward. And it does showcase that in the podcast. But you find, like, scientists from every discipline. Like, the one I listened to last was um, a girl who studies avalanches that happen in icebergs. Only icebergs. There's a subsect of science for that? Yes. That's unbelievable. It was so cool. And... That's it, crazy. it was just weird because she was born in Colorado. How many and icebergs do you know in Colorado? Yeah. None. There haven't been any for a couple million years. And oh, so, man. like, I don't know. It's just, it shows each scientist's Hashtag story, you know, and stuff like that. It's just cool to help you see that there's more than just, oh, if you study biology, you can only be a biologist. Yeah, you can only study the chimps or something like that. Yeah. Uh-huh. No, yeah. you can do a lot more than yeah, that. Yeah, you can do a lot more than that. That's so cool because, I mean, I guess there is the biology of organisms that live in that ice and stuff, isn't there? Oh, yeah. And, and so, like, you would have to study all of that stuff, which you wouldn't think about unless you were a biologist who studies iceberg avalanches. Well, yeah, that's, like, the <laughs> that's thing. so weird. There's, like, you <laughs> Such know, a weird subsection. A scientist who but it's studied awesome. algae... Yeah, found yeah. out that there was a bacteria that could degrade oil for oil oh, spills. Yeah. You know, so like oh yeah, I did actually read about that. Mm-hmm. They might they might find one that uh, cures coronavirus. Uh, hey, coronavirus. Yeah, yeah, they might. I mean, who knows? We watched a couple ocean documentaries last night. We yeah. were gonna start Tiger King, Shannon, but. The thing is, I've heard so many people discuss it. I kind of know, like, for the most part, what goes on in it. And so I was just like, you know what? I'm not in the mood to watch people lose arms and tigers die and all of this stuff. So I was like, "Uh, let's watch the ocean documentaries. And there was only, like, two or three scenes of seals getting eaten. So I think we made out on top in that. Yeah, I love the ocean. The ocean is tight. And there was, uh, was, do you remember the woman's name? Um who I feel like I want to say her name was Sandy. <laughs> no, I don't think it was Sandy, but there was a her last woman. last name was Earl. 
Yeah, there was a woman who dove to a thousand feet in a bodysuit in like 1978. And in 2017, she went back in a submersible because there's no longer like any real bodysuits that'll take you down to that depth. You have Pitch to. Pitch black down. Yeah, to like go down to that depth is like a two week long thing where you get locked in a box that slowly depressurizes and stuff like that until you can swim out. And that's how they do deep sea recoveries and mining and stuff. Yeah. But um, mm. she. Instead, just used a submersible and she went down and because the coral within our view as like human beings where we can safely dive is degrading and whatnot, but the coral, it's what? Bleaching? Yeah, bleaching. And well, the coral reefs are just degrading in general just because of fish overfishing and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. But uh, the coral down at a thousand feet was flourishing, which was really, really cool to see. And exciting. And exciting. And um, they also used a camera. And I'm a photographer. And uh, they used a camera that has 4 million ISO, which is what allows you, yeah, which is what allows you to capture um, the image in higher quality. And uh, it, it lets more light into the lens. And um, it, they used it uh, to capture the first... It was called bamboo coral. Yeah, the first images of this bamboo coral, um, which emits like a strobing blue light when it's touched. But you can't see it with the naked human eye. You need the special camera and absolutely no light that the 1,000 feet of depth affords to see it. And it was so cool you should look it up it's called coral is what kind of coral bamboo coral, bamboo coral. yeah bamboo coral in four it, million iso you touch it image. in one area well she they poked it yeah in they one poked area. it in like the middle and it shut yeah, it went ahead. out like a strobe light in wow. both directions yeah, and it uses uh-huh. the same like genetic factors that jellyfish use yeah so you know the jellyfish that light up or, or glow in the dark i guess but it was really cool it was awesome it, it was, was like one a, of my favorite things i've ever watched a, a strobe party at a yeah thousand it was super deep. cool it was super hmm. cool and um and they took the other thing that we got to look up the name of this documentary because i want to shout it oceans. out no it was this was it was this oh. the disney oceans because we watched two oh. we watched one called disney's oceans and that one was really oh. cool that and then, cool. yeah, and then we watched another it was one called Saving the Ocean. Or it something. was Saving the Ocean or something like that. We'll look up the name and uh, maybe I can ask Andre to put it in the description of the episode yeah. later. It, um, is, it just really opens your eyes about how important it is to save the planet. And I know that's yeah. kind of cheesy to say, but like um, it was when Barack Obama a couple years ago had made or declared this giant part of Honolulu, I think, or Hawaii um, land that is, what do you yeah, call it? it's Saved. A, it's a, Co- I will not a even try park. to pronounce the uh, Hawaiian name for it, but yeah, it was, he dedicated um, 250 miles by like, f- like 175 miles of ocean in this certain reef area as a, uh, as a, a national park that you can't fish in and it's super super cool and beautiful and the documentary crew actually took underprivileged youths and uh like they took some people from dc and they took some people from new york um who have never, who have never seen, seen, the, seen ocean. the ocean despite living you know relatively close and I didn't within a couple hours of the ocean people don't see the ocean except for through a camera sometimes yeah sometimes people haven't seen the ocean except for through a camera Oh, you ringing, Big John? Mm-hmm. 
Duty calls potentially. Let's see. Live on the air. <laughs> I'll turn you down some. Um all right, I turned his mic down so he can he can answer this. But uh anyways, yeah, they took some underprivileged youths and uh they showed them the ocean for the first time by having them dive in the Bahamas. And it was unbelievable. Whoa. It was so cool because these kids who had never seen anything before um suddenly were experiencing uh, the brightest waters and the most beautiful sights that they had ever seen. And um, it was something that they had never experienced, obviously. And one girl was really afraid to swim, you know. Neither of them knew how to swim, but they just took to it so well. And one girl was, like, really afraid, and they gave her a life vest, but she went with the lady who is the head of the documentary, and they uh, taught her everything she needed to know about being a, you know, like at least a uh, snorkel diver and she crushed it. And then they also took them down in the submersible. So they were like such a small number of people have been to a thousand feet in the ocean, such a small number of people in the history of the planet. It's more than have been to space, but it's, it's less than, you know, have done other things that are like have climbed Everest and stuff like that. So it's, it's super cool to think about. And and this That's kid cool. who had never seen the ocean before was suddenly that deep in it. Aw. Yeah. Big John, do you need to go? Oh, uh, no. No? Okay, good. We get to keep him around for the rest of the episode. Andre, you want me to plug you in? Or you want to just watch? All right, guys, Andre's wearing a black jacket today, just so you know. He's well, flexing. Well, on the Tiger, Tiger King issue, I'm, yeah. just, I'm just curious to see when people get their uh, people that's going to get a uh, stimulus check, they're, they're going to try to use that and buy a tiger. Yeah, that's the other thing that <laughs> no, I the, no. That's the thing I'm I've no. heard from this. Shannon, aren't they like two grand? Yes. Yeah. That's the other thing I heard from this. A baby tiger is like two grand, and you can legally purchase them in the then United you gotta States. Buy a, then you got to have money to buy the meat to feed them, right? Well, I'll just invite you over. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Big John, come in. Logan's standing behind the door with a shovel. That's terrible. Don't even try. No, I couldn't do that. I couldn't do that to Big John. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. He just spent a, a good 10 minutes of this podcast telling us how great he is. I want to touch on that part, too. So. What? I mean, I've said it a million times, but I went to UNC. Yes. Really big school. Wait, where'd you go? Chapel True. But, Ooh. No, yeah. um, <laughs> but so I had a professor for two semesters in a row, sat front row for both of her courses. I really loved her. Went to like office hours and stuff like that. And I was pumped. Did well in the class. I did well in the evolution class. We're not going to talk about genetics. But anyways, I went to all these things and I was pumped because at the end of that year she knew my name and so that's just what a big difference is William Peace versus UNC's because John's professors will call him out of the blue just to see what's going on and I never had that and it's just it is eye-opening I do think hey should I have gone to a giant university or should I have gone to a little one? But it's said and done now. But it's it is cool to see that because I didn't think that was a thing. Well, and that's the kind of thing we can tell our kids, you know, which is awesome for the listener who might not know. Logan and I are engaged and plan. Congratulations! To be Thank you, Big John. Hi. Thank you. I appreciate it. Here, I'll so hit us. Nobody with, knew but Charlie. Huh? Nobody knew but Charlie. I'll hit us with the clap. Yay! Yay. 
yeah. All right. Anyways, yeah, we're engaged and we do plan on having children. So one day when our kids plan to go to college, we can tell them from our own experience, hey, this is how mine was and this is how your mother's was. And mm-hmm. we're not saying one's right and one's wrong, but it just are you the kind of person who can go to a bigger school and survive and thrive like Logan did? And, uh, and I definitely could not, if I didn't have professors who knew my name and were on top of me, like, Hey dude, that was a two page paper. I know you can write that in like 20 minutes, get it to me. If I didn't have professors like that, I would be going on to my sixth year of college with no foreseeable end date. Eat up like dog chow. Yeah. So like I couldn't do that. And I love peace for that reason. Not only do they hold me accountable, but they do it in a way where it's like, we know that you're just not very great at school, but you can survive in the working world. So like, we're going to hold you accountable to get you out of here because we want to see what you're going to go do with that. And that's what I love about this place. They can recognize who of their students are good students because they're trying hard or who of their students aren't necessarily the best students because they may still be trying hard, but they're just, there's external factors or stuff like that that's preventing them from giving their all at the moment, which is what I love because, you know, Dr. Newhouse specifically uh, will just tell the class like, hey, there's three people who haven't taken this yet. Just don't discuss it amongst yourselves until those people have taken it. They've talked to me if they're all good. So, you know, and that's super cool. That's awesome right. to hear. Well, I don't want to put anybody on the spot. Does Roger Chrisman listen to this podcast? Uh, he should. <laughs> he should. <laughs> I I believe he does. I know Marty listens. Professor McGuire listens. So, but I, I think I think Professor Chrisman listens as well. What's up, Roger? <laughs> there you go. There you go. There's a shout out for you. Um, I know he's been the he's been one of the only professors who's consistently on campus every day, pretty much because he's uh like isn't hasn't he been here almost every day? Um, he was at least last week and the week before. I know we don't come in the building as much. Uh, we we make rounds, uh, but uh, during this uh this uh outbreak and stuff, we're mostly outside. So uh, on the fresh air. Yeah, we're we're uh, trying to stay safe as possible, so we're we're not in the buildings. But yes, I have seen him, and uh, he's been around. I know yeah. he's been around, and that's a testament to our professors' work ethics as well. I mean, they none of them have really, as far as I can tell, I don't have every professor on campus, obviously, but none of them have. I know if I was a professor, I'd probably use this as an example to or as a, an opportunity to like take a week off from teaching. <laughs> None of them have. None of them have. They've all they've all worked diligently to figure this out. And uh, I'm really, really pleased to say that I go to a university that's handled it as well as this school did. Because some of them did not. And, you know, I mean, my only gripe was uh, Shannon, RAs did not get paid their back money. Did you guys get paid? No. Back? Okay. So we did not, unfortunately. See, that's my only gripe with the way the situation was handled from the school. I think they could have paid you guys three grand, you know, like the three grand that it would have totaled to pay all the RAs and it would have made people a lot more happy with the school. That's my only gripe. I mean, they're at least they can, you know, they're still giving me my apartment, which is really nice. Um, you know, and we still work a little bit remotely for that. Um, so it's not, it's not too bad. 
Yeah, sorry, I turned down my own mic. Uh, <laughs> Logan has to take Charlie out to the bathroom real quick. Bye, Charlie. See you in a little but, bit. Um, yeah, and uh, so anyways, I just, you know, um, that was my only gripe with the school. I thought they did everything else pretty well, you know. They were trying to keep us as informed as possible without sending us repeat and useless emails. So that's good. Sure. I appreciate I that. Be, useless I think emails I are the worst. I would like to know, though, like as a student, I would have liked to know that they were going to be making a decision about that sort of thing instead of just mm-hmm. us getting that one email that day that we got it and it said, "Oh, we're actually moving everything to online." Like there could That's have been true. an email that was, that was a, not about options. Yeah, that about, was just like, like oh, a. If we have to do that, then here are the options as to like how we can get stuff done, and yeah, that would have been nice. But I mean, like that's my only, my only thing. Yeah, I think they didn't even know what they were going to do until they saw everybody else canceling. And they were like, well, I guess we kind of got to do this, too. They get ahead of it. And uh, and then I think maybe they just kind of made that decision and, and went with it. But, yeah, I mean, it's been pretty, pretty smooth, I got to say. And, of course, our student population helps with that, like the amount of students we have and uh, and the amount of professor or like the professor to student ratio is pretty good here. I think it's like 13 to one and, 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 or one to 13, one professor for every 13 students. So, you know, keeping track of your class isn't going to be as difficult as a 500 student university, but yeah. Or like a 500 student class. Yeah. I'd like to speak on that. Uh, I know that uh, they had to make some tough decisions and I know that, uh, Every single day they had meetings and they were, uh, you know, watching all the information and they were, uh, you know, like like watching what everybody else was doing. Uh, so I know they, they had to make some very tough decisions and some, um, and they had to put the safety of the students first. Um, uh, so I know I know for a fact that uh, uh, it's it's sort of like when uh, hey it's snowing are we gonna have school tomorrow? That students always call us and they, so they they have somebody that's watching what's going on and and trying to get all the gather all the information they can before they make a decision because that uh, that's something that okay we got to look at safety first. Uh, uh, you know this because this is really has really has changed people's lives and uh and it, it, it the impact might last uh, for a while, but I do know that every single day, for hours they met uh, before they you know, and they tried to gather all the information they could before they made any decisions, because uh you know there was some tough decisions and stuff. Uh, well. There's a, uh, you know, financial things going on and all kind of different things uh, going on. You know, uh, like I had mentioned before, we have uh, professors that's never had had to uh, teach online, so it was like a learning curve for them. And uh, so, fortunately, they they had people that had and they they stepped up and helped people, helped other professors. You know to get, you know, to, to learn and stuff. And, uh, so I know that, uh, 
uh, President Ralph, uh, he, he's been, uh, uh, you know, it, uh, he's mentioned it how uh, it really, he's really heard about this and uh, about uh, really misses the students and loves everybody. So I know it was it's some real tough uh, decisions, and uh, but they were uh, just want to let you know that they were trying to get all the information and and meeting every day and and for hours and uh, trying to make the right decisions. I agree. I, I definitely think this has been hard on everyone, and I know yeah. Dr. Ralph. Um, he was, you know, really didn't want to make um, the decision to postpone commencement, but. Um, you know, overall, it was just he realized that it was probably what was best. And I know that was like especially really hard on him, too, because he knows how much like the seniors do and how much commencement not only means to the students and the parents, but the parents as well. So, and yeah, I know that I think overall, you know, the uh, leadership has done really good, really good job and made students feel as comfortable as possible with everything. And I know they they said that uh, they were going to have it uh, in the future, don't know when, uh, but uh. You know, it it's something where, you know, okay, this is my – everybody talks about when they was in college, the best time in their life, uh, the best experience I've had in my life. And uh, then this happens like this, and it's like, oh, no, you know, I'm not going to – I had to end my college career like this. And uh, I know it's tough. It's tough on us, and it's tough on the students and, people, you know, people's families and stuff. You know, people might have invested in their uh, grandchildren or uh, you might have had an aunt or an uncle help you out and uh, they wanted to come and watch you graduate and now it's not going to happen. So uh, there's a, uh, you know, I don't know when or what, but I know there's gonna, they're going to have something and I hope it, I hope, uh, I hope it makes up for all this or some of it. I think they will. They'll try their best, that's for sure. I know the school will. They don't want anybody to feel left out, especially any of their seniors, you know, who came here and worked hard to earn their diploma from here. They they care about us. At least they do. There's That's more than can be said for some schools. Uh-huh. Yeah, so I'm glad about that. But, um, well, I guess, uh, Shannon, do you have anything you would like to add to that discussion? Uh, no, I think it's just like globally, I think everyone's just kind of taking it one week at a time. But um, like so far, I think we've done really well. And I think, you know, all of like the kind of questions that students have and stuff like that will be um, answered and things like, you know, commencement and stuff like that, I think will be, um, you know, given in some type of way. Yeah. Well said. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, um, we're at 43 minutes now of this wonderful podcast that hasn't touched on too much, but has, <laughs> you know, we haven't, <laughs> we haven't done a ton, but we've, we've done a lot. So <laughs> good for us today. I'm glad we had a, a good little chat. Uh, I guess I'll give my history facts of the day. It's, it seemed like the past couple of Fridays have been heavy with history facts, but uh, today in history, April 10th in 1865 at, at, at Oh, at Appomattox Courthouse in Virginia, General Robert E. Lee issued his last orders to the Army of Northern Virginia to stand down. 
1866, one year later, the ASPCA was formed, which is where we got Charlie, the American Society Aww. for Prevention of Cruelty to Animals. We got Charlie there uh, last year. So they're still Aww. alive and thriving. Um, in 1912, the Titanic launched from Ireland today. Uh, obviously wow. not what you want. Um, if you're on that ship in 1912, uh, 1925, Mary, you'll enjoy this one. F. Scott Fitzgerald publishes The Great Gatsby. Hey, there you go. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's so good. I know. Yeah. So good. There you go. Uh, in 1938, Germany annexed Austria. <laughs> in 1945, Allied troops liberated the concentration camp at Buchenwald which can be seen in the Band of Brothers episode, Why We Fight. An excellent, excellent episode of television. Still brings goosebumps to my legs and arms when I just talk about it. It's an amazing, amazing way of looking at the Second World War. Um, and then also on the Eastern Front of the Second World War in Europe at that point, the Russians began their second attempt to take the Silo Heights on the outskirts of Berlin. And for their gain of one mile of territory, it cost 3,000 men killed, plus another seven wounded and missing, and 368 tanks destroyed. So it cost them about 10,000 men and 400 tanks to take one mile, which is World War I numbers. Uh, and was not something that you were used to seeing in the Second World War. And then in 1947, Jackie Robinson became the first African-American player to play Major League Baseball for the Brooklyn Dodgers. And, yeah, that's it. That's, uh, that's all that happened on April 10th in history that is major noteworthy stuff. Three minutes worth of history. I think that's a pretty good way to end the podcast there. So that I'm, is. That, this seems like a very eventful day. How much time you got left? <laughs> well, I mean, we just kind of do it until we feel like we're done. Well, and I got a rescue dog. Uh, oh it's yeah, it's a beagle. So uh, tell you me your experience when you went and met Charlie. Uh, was he scared? Well, so we went on clear the shelter day. Uh huh. And um, Logan, <laughs> Logan, I wish she was here because she could help me tell the story. But she took Charlie out now. She's taking him for a walk because she does not have a card to get back in the building. Uh oh. Yeah. Didn't think about that. I huh? didn't either until she had already <laughs> left, and then I was like, oh, whoops. But anyways, um, she, uh, her boss and her were not on the best of terms, and she was having a rough week at work. And she saw on the SPCA's Instagram that it was clear the shelter day. And she said, I want a puppy. We're going to go get a puppy. <laughs> and I was like, okay, honey, we'll go look. <laughs> and so on Saturday morning, we got up and we got there at uh, 930. And the line was around the building already. Wow. Yeah. And there was people there. And you could pick if you were there for a dog or a cat or another animal. And uh, they would let you in based on that. And um they would let in like four or five people at a time. It's kind of like how the stores are now with the whole virus thing, but uh, they would let like four or five people in at a time and you could go in and meet with certain dogs. And if you knew which one specifically you wanted, cause you had looked it up on the website, you made a beeline for that dog because if somebody put their name on the dog ahead of you, then they got it uh -huh. and, and you couldn't do anything about it. So um, 
we hadn't picked a specific dog. We just felt like it was the right time for us to own one. And we went into it with the mindset of whatever dog we bond with the best that doesn't have a name tag on it, we will take. And so we, uh, we went in and we walked around and we went into Charlie's cage or his room and uh him and his brother were the same size and they were just you could tell right away just full of energy flying around the room like spazzes <laughs> just slamming off the walls and uh their door had a thing that said do not open door um not because they were like vicious or anything just because uh-huh. they were what the spca called door dashers which means they just <laughs> run out the door when you open it and that took a lot of training to get out of Charlie. He uh-huh. was a door dasher for a while until I taught him that when I say wait, he has to sit down and wait until I open the door and then we can go out. But um, no, he uh, and so they had to get a like a cage and like it was almost like watching SWAT breach a doorway. It was hilarious. <laughs> they had to like push him back and get him back. And, and so we went in and we met with both of them. And uh, it was Charlie was named Orko. And his brother was named um, He-Man. And neither of them had name tags on them. So we were like, we like you two a lot, you know. And we were deciding between the two of them. And we thought, well, let's just take a lap around one more time and make sure we haven't missed anyone else. And we saw, like, two other puppies that we played with for a second. And um, we weren't particularly interested in either of them because they were too young. They hadn't developed enough of a personality yet. Charlie was seven months when we got him. So we knew kind of what he was going to be. And, uh, and then, um, when we were walking back to get, uh, to pick between Charlie and, and his brother, he man, um, we, we're deciding and we're talking and whatnot. And I kind of liked He-Man a little more and and Logan liked Charlie a little more. And I was like, well, you know what? If either of them are available when we get back, we'll talk about it then. But like we were walking through the uh, the SPCA, which is a somewhat big building. And as we were walking up, we saw them putting a name tag on one of the sheets and we were like, oh, which one? And it turned out to be He-Man. And so we ended up with Orko, AKA Charlie. And, uh, He's brought joy to us ever since, if you call it that. <laughs> I call it harassment. <laughs> and that's a sweet story. Yeah. But, and then, uh, and so then, you know, we said, well, we'll take him. And because it was clear the shelter day, he was completely free. He had all his shots. He was microchipped and fixed. So, you know, we didn't really have to do much other than get him a second round of shots and take good care of him for the year. And, um, then we'll have to get him shots coming up soon. But yeah, it was a really good experience. And then they brought him out and he had never been outside of the SPCA since he got there like three months before. And, uh, and so he was just like, what is this? When we tried to walk out the door <laughs> and there was a lot of activity cause there were still people in line and whatnot. And so I had to pick him up and carry him and it was adorable. And I carried him to our car and then we sat on the ground outside the car and, uh, and played with him on the ground for like 10, 15 minutes to get him comfortable with us. And, and then we brought him in the car and we took him to home Depot and we took him to PetSmart on the way home so that we could get a baby gate and so that we could get him a bed and some other stuff and he was a champ the whole time he was playing with little babies and other dogs and stuff he was just like right from the get-go a part of our family it was awesome 
He's a very cute boy. What was your experience? Did you go to the SPCA? Well, I went to the uh, uh, the shelter in Franklin County where I live. Oh, the Franklin County Animal Shelter. So we had a – that was the cutest beagle. He's a tricolor beagle. Was he a puppy? Well, no, but he's sort of a smaller kind of beagle. And uh, he stood up on his hind legs and everything and wagged his tail. So they, they let you visit with him in a room, and uh, he was sniffing around. So when uh, – I brought him home and everything, and uh, like you said, got him a bed, some food, and all that good stuff. It had never been on a leash. I believe he might have been a hunting dog. So uh, he what we had to house train him, and uh, my two kids that are left at home. I got a, I got six kids, but just two left at home. So uh, they done a great job at uh, potty training them and getting them used to walking on a leash, but. Uh, I think he might have been abused or something. He's real skittish, but he's come a long way because we've, we've been giving him a lot of uh, love and attention and patience and, uh, you know, what a dog needs and everything. So, uh, But uh, he's he's still skittish. He hears a noise, he'll jump, uh, stuff like that. Well, it sounds like he found the right place, though. I'm glad yeah. he ended up with you guys. Well. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, do either of you have an adoption story? Shannon? No. I do not. Unfortunately, I'm pretty allergic to most animals. Oh, oh no. no. Well, I hope one day you will. Um, all right. Well, I guess, I mean, do you have anything else, Big John? Anything other than just yeah. a, a sign-off? My email here is uh, jthompson, T-H-O-M-P-S-O-N at peace.edu uh if anybody uh needs some encouragement or just wants to reach out see how things are going or whatever just uh shoot me an email or hey michael john he's available you could uh uh frank yeah frank sarah all Cena, you guys yep and uh well thank you big john yeah we we're still here we're we're still thinking about you and we'll we're still still here for you. Just missing us, waiting yeah. for us to get back. <laughs> we miss you guys, too. We wish we were on campus. All right, well, Shannon, Mary, you guys got to sign off for us. Say say goodbye to the folks at home. Well, bye, everybody. Guys, it was nice talking to you. Yeah, have a good week. Thank you so much. I miss you all. Yeah, and uh, from me and my fiance Logan, who is, as I said, outside walking Charlie, I will say goodbye. Andre, I'm going to attempt this. Okay, so you can listen to us on Apple, I on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, and is there anywhere else? Google. Oh yeah, Google. Uh, Stitcher Radio, Anchor. Yeah, okay, I'm not very good at this. WPU <laughs> Peace Talks. I did know the name of it. Um, and then you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at WPU Peace Talks, right? No? Oh, man. Instagram, the Peace Times. That's right. Twitter is TPT Newspaper. Facebook, the Peace Times. Okay, that, I'm going to get smoother with that. I'm going to write it down one of these days. 
Yeah. Oh, wait. Yeah, we do only have two more episodes, don't we? Well, oh, John, I just want to thank you for inviting me and uh, allowing me to be on this podcast yeah. with you. We, it we was a blast. It. it was. It was a lot of fun. And next year you'll be on with Mary and uh, and uh, Anne as well, and hopefully whoever they get on as well. Um, all right, everybody from campus and from near and far, peace out.